It's one of the most natural responses in the world to cry at a graveside. I've heard many people say, in effect, the only time I ever saw my father cry was at a funeral. I've spoken with widows who tell me that they visit their husband's graves long after his death, and they cry. So it's no shock to find Mary Magdalene in the graveyard, probably really within 36 hours of Jesus' death and burial, crying. Her grief is still raw, compounded by the violence of his death, complicated by the absence of his body. They've taken him away, she said, which is, in retrospect, a pretty logical conclusion. Dead people don't usually walk off. So when you get there and you find that the grave is empty, the only conclusion to come to, really, is that somebody took him. A logical conclusion, but wrong. Beautifully wrong. She weeps in the cemetery. She speaks to angels. She speaks to Jesus himself. It it is, in retrospect, surprising that she does not start to wonder what was going on after encountering angels and Jesus himself. It's not until Jesus says her name that the spell is broken. You see, grief does this to people. It shrouds the mind. It dulls the awareness of what's happening around you. It blinds. Its pain makes it hard to see anything else. It can be so all-consuming. And that's where Mary was, consumed by grief. Overwhelmed by sorrow, crushed by violence and injustice of it all, until one word pierces her pain, Mary. And suddenly, there's joy, there's hope, there's life in the midst of death. Now a story of sorrow becomes a story of of hope and happiness for Mary. Jesus is alive. He's risen from the dead. Alleluia. Praise the Lord. That is good news. Good news. But not just for Mary. Death has been swallowed up in victory. You see, these bodies, these ones that we live in, they're, they're perishable. But because the the, the perished one, Jesus, rose from the dead, we will be raised imperishable. These bodies are mortal. But because the immortal Son of God chose mortality and died for us, we will be raised to immortality. And in that day, we will clearly and boldly ask, Oh, death, where is your victory? Oh, death, where is your sting? For now, however, we still weep at cemeteries, don't we? To be sure, we believe and we pray, thanks be to God who has given us the victory through Christ Jesus. But we often pray that with tears in our eyes. Tears in our eyes, but faith and hope in our hearts. 
Because we have been promised that a day will come when through the tears, a word will shatter our sorrow. There will be a day when the Lord Jesus will speak your name. And the veil will be lifted. The blindness of life will be removed. And our eyes will be opened to see the risen Christ. And we will become aware of a whole new reality. Death is indeed swallowed up in victory. The sting of sin is gone because Jesus died for us and he is risen from the dead. We are baptized into Christ's death. And our lives are lived in faith that our sins are washed away. By faith, we look ahead with hope. Hope in Jesus' sacrifice. Hope in his promises. Hope in his resurrection. Hope that one day God will raise us up just like Jesus. And then the tears in the cemetery will not be tears of sorrow but tears of joy and laughter because Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. And we will rise too. Amen.